Ivy Knows Best. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in to Ivy Knows Best, man. Come on in and have a seat. It is me, your host, Ivy, as always, kicking it with y'all, just, you know, enjoying the day. Um, man, I had a couple uh, days off. just had to take take some time to rest and reset my batteries and, and you know, reevaluate a couple things. But I'm back here with you. I'm back here with y'all, man, and this is just what we do. Uh, here on Ivy Knows Best, we have conversations, as you know. So we're gonna jump right into conversations. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and zoom past all the uh, Meg The Stallion, Tory Lanes type beef that's gone on. So because we don't know what happened, <clears throat> we we don't have the answers. So until those answers are truly provided, we are going to uh, keep our, our views to ourselves because there's so much crazy stuff that goes on between people until we know all the particulars. We're not going to jump out the window and say anything because that's how you get, you know, get yourself caught in the middle of some mess. So we're not going to do that. But what we are going to do today, we're going to go ahead and we're going to have ourselves a rather productive conversation. Um, as always, you know, a lot of these conversations that I have with my friends make it onto this show. And it's because these conversations are very enlightening they're different you know they're, they're very um purposed and and sometimes it's, it's crazy that you know we have these conversations and i'm able to share them with you so one of the conversations i was having uh once again you know one of my close friends uh and i that i always talk about on here brandon Tompkins. we were talking we were having this conversation and the conversation kind of went with the uh the idea of something that you know we had saw on Facebook, which was, uh, it was three men sitting on the bed or two, I'm sorry, two men sitting on the bed. Um, one man was sitting on the floor, getting his hair braided. The other one was, uh, laying on his back, handing the man in the blunt who was, who was braiding the other man's hair. And it says something to the fact that if men weren't so, uh, worried about their masculinity, that this could be a possibility. All right. Now look, <clears throat> all right. Now what I'm going to say has zero to do with the uh lbgtq community this is not about y'all um you know you guys are respected we respect you as people and that's and that's what's important that's what we do here however we might not necessarily subscribe to your way of life just like you don't subscribe to ours and there's nothing wrong with that okay and no one should be able to you know tell you that there is anything wrong with you subscribing to what you subscribe to you subscribe to that. However, in this instance, I'm going to sp- I'm going to speak clearly and very cavalier about it. <clears throat> but at the same time, we'll be very careful because, you know, you don't want to come off as somebody who's, you know, speaking hate. But, you know, I'm kind of tired of seeing this idea about toxic masculinity. Like if I don't agree or not necessarily agree, if I don't subscribe to or participate in certain lifestyle choices, how is, you know, that in fact, uh, in any way indicative of my masculinity being toxic, you know, like, like, just like the individuals have choices to do what they do in life, whether it be choose choice of sexual orientation, whatever it may be, I have a choice to not indulge in those things, just like they have a choice not to indulge in my lifestyle and there's no harm, no foul. It just seems to be that the world we live in has gotten to a point now where if you subscribe to a specific set of norms, right, that at points do have that, that does have dated points to it, 
um, which would mainly be the masculine, you know, masculinity. Of course, there's points of masculinity that are that are a little bit dated, but none the nonetheless, <clears throat> it's masculinity, and there's nothing toxic about it. It's just dated, and we're at a point now where we're calling everything toxic, and we're we're demonizing everything, right? So, um, when I was seeing this post, I was like, well, it. it you know, your masculinity is your masculinity and no one should be able to tell you how to participate in such. Well, I, I sat back and I was like, you know, as true as that is. OK, and I agree with the fact that my masculinity is my masculinity and no one can tell me how to be masculine and what I can and cannot um, participate in or I will, will not participate in. It's just the world that we live in is has is, is created this uh, this idea that if you do in some way subscribe to a specific belief system right or a specific belief that you know you really are kind of stunting your growth or stunting your your progression well masculinity alone men alone we are (laughs) we don't we don't uh let me say this heterosexual men we tend not to really share a lot of our um feelings and opinions when it comes down to you know how we operate in mass in, in our masculine features or in our everyday life with other men right so generally what we tend to do as men is we just operate the way men should operate or the way we've been taught to operate as men so we don't really you know get into things like oh i'm a braid your hair and I, that's just not something that we do you know what i mean i'm not going to lay on my back and put a blunt to your mouth right and have you smoked the blunt from my hand? That's, that's just not what we do. The optics are crazy. But there's nothing about that that's toxic. There's nothing about you not wanting to subscribe to a specified thing, right? Whether it be because you were raised that way or because you figured it out or because your religious beliefs or whatever it is. There's nothing about that that is toxic. All right. The only thing that could really be considered toxic is if it's something that's going to damage or harm another person. Right. And there's no way that that <clears throat> part of it, now, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not one that likes the whole toxic talk and toxic ordeals, but I get it. It's what people use. And for the sake of what we're talking about, we're going to stay on. We're going to stay with the word. So, you know, <clears throat> I don't think that me at like just reading this, me reading this, uh, I didn't think that I really understood what was really being said in this post right and 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 amongst the people who were sharing uh their you know their comments and things like that a lot of people you know were heterosexual whatever and you know one of my one of my friends on there named donnie donnie what up donnie was just you know bro look i just let things be as they are which is which is the smartest (laughs) i think the smartest thing to to be said right but i think that it's crazy that we got people who are coming out telling us, you know, that your version of masculinity or what you think about masculinity is deemed toxic because you're not doing things like this. Well, I don't need I don't know how that is in any kind of way um the 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 object of masculinity all of a sudden. Like like how how is masculinity's target or point being me being able to get to a certain point where I'm so comfortable with other men that we can do that. I think a lot of what masculinity is built on is respect. So as a man, I respect you, you respect me, and there's an understanding in that. Right. And, and as men, there's things that we will and won't do. But <clears throat> this post is really 
just really, I mean, really reinforce something for me. It really reinforced like the idea that like the world we live in isn't really, um, I feel don't, doesn't really understand true masculinity, right? You can be masculine and not, uh, you know, be a homophobic, you know, you can be masculine and, and not be an individual, you know, who necessarily is always extra tough, you know, but you also do, you can also be masculine and be all those things, you know, <clears throat> even the negative sides, um, that come along with what would be considered dated masculinity, which would be homophobia and things like that. You know, those are still a- aspects of masculinity. They're just the negative side of it. You know what I mean? And if someone is operating in the negative side of it, okay, I get it. But to the point of the topic of the post, the post itself, there's no way (laughs) that I could with a conscious mind or open mind be like, yeah, that's toxic masculinity because you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, participate in these things. No, man, look as a man, like I can never tell a female what's toxic. Uh, feminism like I can't sit here and say this portion of feminism is toxic I'm not a woman you know now I'm all for women rights and all for women being treated equally and, and all the good stuff I'm with all that I understand that I have daughters I'd be stupid you know I have nieces I have sisters I have a mother I have a grandmother aunts you name it all all type of you know female females in my family I would be I'll be uh remiss to believe that I would think that women aren't aren't equal or, or shouldn't be treated well or be treated as, you know, the same way as their male counterparts. But I can't come out and say and tell a female that her feminist ways are toxic. I can say that I don't agree with them, which is fine. You know, you don't got to agree with everything that anyone does. None of us do. You have the right to as a human being subscribe to what you want to subscribe to. But the reality of the situation is when we look at it, And we look at men and we look at, you know, the way masculinity has been um, targeted in at certain points, because there are like there's obviously things that that do, you know, become dated or not needed. And that's that's in anything that you do. But as far as masculinity is concerned, there's no way that I can ask you to soften your masculinity. It's yours. (laughs) <laughs> what you choose to do with your with your masculine figures, I you know, your your masculine ideals, you know, that that is my job as a male is to respect your masculine your masculinity, right? What you choose to do with it is your choice, right? <clears throat> and no one should be able to come out and tell you that it's not. However, at the same time, nobody should also be trying to force, um, you know, a lifestyle or an ideal or or wanting to see men do more things like that. No. No, you can want to see what you want, but like to be honest, I feel like that might come from a sick place. Like, <laughs> I'll be real with you. I mean, I'm not saying that. Um, I don't believe that. Uh, being masculine or or wanting more soft masculine features are or or is the disgusting part. I think or the sick part. I think the sick part comes from people, uh, really demonizing it and wanting to see it for the reasons that they want to see it. That's what's sick. You know what I mean? And that's just, you know, that's the part of it. I just can't get with right at the end of the day. I do think, however, that 
Um, yes, there are things as men that we do have to relearn, right? There are things that because times have changed, we have to be able to teach our sons as men, you know, and there are features and, 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 and things that have become dated within the confounds of masculinity, right? It's okay for you, uh, to be soft with your woman. All right. It's okay for you to, you know, be loving with your daughters. It's okay to hold your daughter's hand. You don't gotta be, you don't gotta be, you know, I've said this before in my podcast, you don't gotta be uh, a gangster all the time. You ain't gotta be a tough guy all the time. You ain't gotta be just over the top all the time. That's just not always called for. Right. And and some people you can tell that it says more about their, uh, their truth when they're over the top with their masculinity and they're all the time and they're always aggressive. That's crazy. Now you should never be, um, overly aggressive with anybody unless, you know, you're in a, in a lifestyle or situation where that's, where that's, you know, acceptable or needed. But when you with your children and with your wife and all those people, it's cool to be who you are when you amongst your, when you're amongst the, uh, you know, your friends, you know, your, 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 your brothers, your partners, whatever you want to call them. It's cool for you to be manly because that's what you are. And don't let no one ever tell you. Don't allow anyone to tell you that that's toxic. We have there, there's a set of rules that we as heterosexual men do subscribe to <clears throat> that may not be subscribed to by men who are, you know, homosexual. But there's also a lot of homosexual men who still share those same values. Their sexual orientation doesn't change the values that they carry. You know what I mean? So, but I'm going to speak from the the heterosexual male ideal because that's what I know. And if I do have anyone who is um, opposite of that, you know, who may be a homosexual, whatever the case may be, and you would like to chime in, please do. Because I don't want to ever disrespect none of y'all what y'all believe. But the world that we live in, I feel, is attempting to attack, you know, masculinity by way of saying, you know, because you don't do these things, you know, you you know you, it's toxic oh it's wrong it's a problem no it's not a problem bro i just don't dip down or 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 subscribe to that i don't do that type of stuff i don't get down with it what what's wrong with me not wanting to do those things there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with me not wanting to have a sleepover with a bunch of guys you know like oh, well girl well women do it all the time i'm not a woman <laughs> like cultural cultural norms may have been set in place and we may have to change certain cultural norms. But for me personally, this is a cultural norm that I don't think I need to change. I don't think this is a cultural norm that I feel needs to be demonized if, I, if I'm not with it. Just because females do. There's a lot of things that females do that I don't do and I don't want to do. Because it's, that's what makes women unique. That's what makes ladies unique is the fact that they can do what they do. As men, we, there has to be an appreciation there has to be an appreciation for the things you can and can't do and the things you will and won't do. Right. I can appreciate, you know, the ladies out there. If you, if y'all, y'all, you know, when y'all get with each other, y'all very comfortable with each other and y'all compliment each other and y'all empower each other. That's amazing. As men, we could do more of that. We could, we can learn more of that. However, there's a way that we would do it. And <laughs> just because a person might not do it the same exact way, doesn't mean that, that person's version of what they're doing is toxic. It just means that this is what we're comfortable with. Whatever your boundaries are, those are the boundaries that you have set in your life because, you know, this is what your masculinity will allow you to do, what you're comfortable with, right? And if I'm overly comfortable with my with my masculinity, 
and it becomes forceful, then it's a problem. But if my masculinity isn't forceful by any means, hey, listen, you know, you just have to accept this is how I get down. When I walk around with my daughters and my and my and my son, you know, and their mother, if I'm out if I'm out in public with them, I I don't look nice. My, like my face is I'm I'm stern. I'm watching. I'm looking out for people. I'm I'm watching everything that's going on. When I was I was at the grocery store the other day, <clears throat> pardon me. And when I was at the grocery store, my daughter was like, "Daddy, why you always look me, baby? I just gotta make sure I'm watching everything. I'm watching everybody, cause I don't know what nobody's thinking out here. You know, protecting you is the most important thing to me." Making sure that you that we get out of this grocery store and you get into the car and we get home is what's important to me. So I look and I watch everybody. I don't look nice. I don't smile. So if you ever see me out in public and you don't know me and, and I look mean, it's not and I'm with my children. It's not because I'm mean. It's because I'm watching everybody. I'm an approachable guy. I'm nice. But, you know, that version of masculinity tells me, hey, look, you're a protector. You need to protect your family. That's what you're here for. You you know, you know, come come hella high water, you you gotta be willing to die about it. You gotta be willing to die for your family. If that's what's caused. If that's what's caused for. So, you know, <clears throat> you know, never allow somebody to tell you that the way you carry your masculinity is, is negative if you're carrying it um in a way that's positive and it's not a part of those negative norms, like I said, like homophobia or 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 disrespecting women or or, or uh or being a male chauvinist or things like that. But don't let anyone tell you that, you know, you choosing not to participate in certain things falls in that category because it doesn't. You know, while we're on the topic of like masculinity and stuff like that, uh, another question came up uh, and it was, you know, why do some men glorify the bachelor lifestyle? You know, and, you know, for me, I, I... there's so much I wanted to say on this topic. There's so much, and, and and it's crazy because being single is great. You know, companionship's great too. They're both great. They both have their great points. Um, and I think that it's crazy how we treat companionship nowadays. I've already, you know, already said this. Like, you know, a lot of people don't really value marriage and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I felt like, you know, when I was having this conversation, I felt like, you know, it's more important to really look at, you know, the reason why a lot of people, uh, men and women, but you know, we'll focus on men because I can't really speak for the ladies. But for the men, like why we look at, you know, the bachelor lifestyle the way we do or why some men, because I'm not in that in that in that group that 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 glorify the bachelor's lifestyle. I understand, you know, <clears throat> having a companion is amazing. Right. So but for those for those, you know, for those of you who don't understand why or or know why or what's going on. I mean, I tend to look at it like this. Right. A lot of people who tend to glorify the bachelor lifestyle. Um, <laughs> a lot of people are disenfranchised the way things are nowadays. Like, I mean, I think the lack of uh, meaningful relationships, I mean, and, and the popularity of that is a big issue. You know, not everybody. Because everyone's really, you know, at this point in their life where I don't need you, I don't need this person, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need. So a lot of the times you get people who, you know, don't find the need to want to be with somebody, you know, and, and it's hard to <clears throat> ask somebody to, you know, continually try at something or respect something or hold something in high esteem when that thing isn't popular. Not only is it not popular, people just don't take it 
take a meaningful relationship as anything. Man, there's plenty of people out there who've been in these relationships where, you know, a dude walks up to a female or vice versa. Oh, you got a man? Oh, you got a woman? Or whatever the question may be. And, you know, the other part is like, yeah, I got a man. Or, yeah, I got a woman. Oh, okay, what that got to do with me? Or, hey, oh, you can't have friends? You see what I'm saying? Like, like in the bachelor lifestyle, you don't got to worry about that. You know what I mean? Like, you can just do what you want when you want. You know, you answer to no one. And I think that's a, a critical reason on, on why the uh, bachelor lifestyle is, like, uh, held in such high regard and, 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 and so highly touted because people tend to hold their freedom or what they perceive to be freedom. Uh, you know, they hold that up high. And I think that people also really live for the moment. You know what I mean? They don't really live for, you know, the future, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, that, and that's the beauty of the bachelor lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So, like, not everybody has to be married. Not everybody needs to be married. Not everybody wants to be married. Some people just want to do what they do, and I can respect that. But at the same time, I think that because we're in a new age um, <clears throat> where sexual freedom is a thing and you can get off whatever you want to get off, however you want to get it off, you know, you know, everyone's taught to take their uh, their sexual preferences, their sexual needs and wants and put them on front street and don't accept less. So people are able and more welcome and more open to just the bachelor lifestyle because you have that communication and the communication that you have is the communication between you and yourself. You communicate what you want to communicate when you have to, when you want, you know, when you want to or when you have to communicate it. See, when you're in a committed relationship or a partnership or marriage, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it may be, domestic partnership, whatever, you're, go you're going to have to communicate. There's no choice. You don't have a choice. You know what I mean? As a bachelor, you got a choice. You can wake up today and be like, I don't feel like talking to anybody. And that'd be the end of it. You don't talk to anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Um, there's that. And then, like I said, there's also, you know, the, the feeling of people um, really not wanting to be tied down to one person because a lot of people nowadays, I feel, um, and it's from me talking to younger people, there's just so many young men and young women out there. There's so many of them. It's not one, it's not two, you know what I mean? God didn't stop making beautiful women when he made yours, right? For every, you know, for every Beyonce, there's another Beyonce. You know, for every, you know, whoever you can think of right now off the top of your head while you're listening, there God's creating another one. There's another one being created. So that's another reason why men are very intrigued. But what I don't understand, right, about the bachelor lifestyle, this is what I don't understand. How long are you willing to live that lifestyle? You know what I mean? Like, there, you know, you see people living until their 50s and, you know, 40s and stuff like that. And I get it, you know, late 30s and stuff before they, you know, really start settling down. And I really tell people to do. I don't think there's a time frame on you on you to stop living the bachelor life. There's no time frame. You know what I mean? If you got, you know, a thousand things you want to accomplish in life, go accomplish those things first. You know what I mean? Go accomplish all those things, you know, and by all means, experience that life that you want to have. You know, do those things that you want to do. But um, what I do what I don't really, you know, get is why do we have a lot of these people out here, you know, famous individuals uh, who aren't in relationships 
and they glorify it to to a to an extent and the consumer is trying to copy that right so um you know if you ain't got money for a Birkin bag don't go out here and try try to trick off your money on a young lady who want that right cuz the bachelor lifestyle says you know cuz the cool has now said or hip hop has said or 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 this outlet has said this is the new wave and you need to do that no, you don't need to do that. If your pockets ain't fit for a certain woman, you better mess with a female that's inside your price range. Okay, <laughs> bachelor lifestyle don't mean that you, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that you that you that you go eat Ruth Chris every night. Some nights you gotta, you know, you gotta eat that TV dinner. And and for all the bachelors and bachelorettes out there, you know, some of y'all aren't attracting, you know, uh, Ruth Chris every night. Some of y'all attracting. Uh, the, that that TV dinner, that kitty TV dinner with the with the uh with the <laughs> with the chocolate brownie in it from back in the day, like you know, because that's the reality of it. The bachelor lifestyle isn't what people think it is, right? It's fun, but then there's a lot of lonely nights for those people. And if you're in a, and if you're in a relationship and you're desiring to be a bachelor or a bachelorette, right? You gotta understand. You gotta take that with it. You gotta know. Okay, not every night are you gonna wake up to Ruth Chris. Or not every night are you gonna wake up to whatever your favorite restaurant is, you know, Fogo de Chow or 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 you know Benny Hanna's. Some days you're gonna wake up to McDonald's. Some days you're gonna wake up to White Castles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of y'all gonna gonna bring home a White Castle burger, all thirty five cent of it. <laughs> all right, and that's just the reality of the situation, you know. But it's crazy that, um, all joking aside, that that the media would you know portray up this this bachelor lifestyle oh man you single you you can do what you want but let's be honest man like the bachelor game is a difficult game to navigate i'm telling you like i I don't care how much pimp c and bun b which by the way i was raised on ugk and by raised on i mean listen to them you know a lot of times you know when as a kid etc etc and i realized something those they had families then they were married with kids then right but they didn't talk about that they talked about pimping and slanging dope. You know, could could you imagine if Pimp C wasn't wasn't talking to us about, you know, what he did with women and how and he talked to us about how he, you know, loved on his woman and all that. And how and how he treated her well and how he met her and how she meant the world to him. Now, I get it. That would go against the name Pimp C, right? <laughs> like with Pimp as your as your uh as the first part of your name, you probably have to live up to a uh to a certain, you know, a certain standard. And I, and I, you know, and rest in peace to the trill. So we'll never disrespect them for doing that. But there's a lot of people for years who played that game, right? And attempted to mimic, you know, the things that he said and to mimic things that he did. But in all reality, it, it's, it's different. It's different. Like, no matter how much it's glorified, it's different for us regular people. Okay, if you are a regular person, you need to understand something. Yeah, you can go have have a good time with somebody, but you might not, you know, be able to do what Brittany Renner does. I'm not even I'm not even shooting shade over there. I'm just keeping it real. You know, Brittany Renner might be able to pull in a basketball player, a football player, a rapper, and some of y'all might be able to get a one night off with some of these people. But you're not about to. You really not about to have a long term situation with that person. You know, and not everybody out here is about to get that Birkin bag. Not everybody out here about to get the get you know, get the Gucci shoes and and the, and the cars and the, that's not gonna happen to everybody. Not everybody's gonna have a Sweetie and Quavo situation. You know, 
But I'm talking about bachelors, though. I'm, you know, like you, you got to understand, you know, it's 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 it, it's a crapshoot. That is a crapshoot. Sometimes you, you know, sometimes you 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 get lucky. You hit seven or eleven. Some days you, you know, what I mean, some days it's CeeLo. Some days the odds are forever in your favor. Some days they aren't. Like it's just that's the side of it that people don't want to talk about. Like yeah, there's freedom and all that, but like it's really not a lot to be glorified. When you're lonely all the time, if you are seeking companionship, keyword being if you are seeking companionship. If you're not, keep doing what you're doing. But, you know, it, it's just crazy that, you know, we have so much glorified, uh, you know, just, just the glorified or not really. Uh, yeah, yeah. The glorified situation of being single and being a bachelor like you were never meant to be alone i mean god said that i you know i don't think men man is fit to be alone and when you find a wife you find a good thing but until you find your wife uh, go ahead <laughs> just do what you're gonna do because you ain't gonna listen to me anyway you know th- i'm just talking i'm just giving you my opinion and my opinion still stands you know that i think that we need more people who really give a positive look on relationships and a positive look on marriage or, or some kind of companionship. You know what I mean? Like, I know we, I know people make fun of Chance the Rapper all the time about how he loves his wife and all that, but that's the kind of person, and I don't know, I've said don't ever covet someone else's love because you definitely don't want that. We just learned that from the Smiths. But you definitely want to be able to love the person that you're with. You know what I mean? And, and be as open to bragging about that love as you would be about bragging about being alone as you would be about bragging about being um, being a bachelor or having multiple women or multiple men in your stable. You just need to be open to the idea that eventually it's going to slow down. It's going to slow down. You're going to get old. And maybe you won't. Maybe you'll be 60, 70, 80, and, you know, and you'll be cool with just going nursing home to nursing home or <laughs> retirement home to retirement home. Picking somebody up for a walk out on the town or whatever the case may be. However, you know, let me get a sip right quick. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so may- maybe, you know, you- you'll you'll find that love later on in life. I don't know, but we really have to reevaluate how are we looking at, how do we, you know, come to this point where um, we don't have meaningful relationships? How do we get to the point where we don't have the value of, you know, we don't see the value in companionship with another person. How do we get to the point where we get this mind frame that every a relationship is too much trouble and getting to know someone is too much trouble, but we but we want to do all the other stuff subsequently that goes with it. You know, if I could lay, if I could have sex with you, I should be able to get to know who you are at least. You know, that's the least I can do. <laughs> that, but that's just me. Like I said, that's just coming from me. That's just my my mind frame. I just don't think that. Uh, there's a lot of honesty out there right now. I think a lot of the the quote unquote playlistic um, playlistic ideology is starting to get a little played out for some people who are getting a little older. You know, the older you get, the less of that you're gonna want to do anyway. You know what I mean? Your mind should be shifting to something else, even if you're gonna be a player your whole life, even if you're gonna be a bachelor your whole life. You know what I mean? That, that you should at least mature. And, and, and how you're doing it and what your levels are and you're not going to want to stay you know at that level of just you know woman to woman to woman or man to man to man to man to man unless that's just what you want 
<laughs> if that's just where you at, if that's where your mind is, I just like to think that everybody eventually at one point in their life does get tired of that. They, it gets old and, you know, you'll probably find somebody that you want to settle down with. And in the case that you don't want to do it or you don't want to find somebody to settle down with, you'll at least find somebody that you can find some kind of uh, kinship with and it'll just be you and that person, even if you ain't got a name or a title on it. <clears throat> but I think that we spend a lot of time uh, really just like not understanding true companionship. I think a lot of what's pumped out there and what's pushed out there is not needing each other when in reality you do need somebody else at times. Nothing is done all by itself. Nobody in this world has done anything by themselves. I do not do this podcast by myself. No matter how much I press record, do the talking, do the editing, there is an entire team behind me who helps me do everything else. So there's an understanding that, you you know, and I'm not going to beat you out of death with it, but that's just what it is. Like there's a whole team in your life there's, there, that, that, that it's going to help you get to the next level. And sometimes, you know, you, you aren't ready to be there. You know, me and my pops, were talking, me and my biological father were talking. And I was telling him, hey, you know, <clears throat> you know, um, everything happens within time. You know, the reality of it is, you know, you build relationships when it's time. You know what I mean? When when it's time for you to get out of your playeristic ways or or when you start getting to the point where you can see through, excuse me, what the media is teaching you and, you know, what these rappers are teaching you and what these R&B artists and politicians and, and rock and roll stars and country stars and whoever you're listening to, athletes, when you can see through that, you know, you see, okay, well, that's not my life. That's not my move. You'll eventually come around. Because like I said, it might be fun for a little bit, but you'll want companionship somewhere down the line. It's just in the human nature to want, to want somebody to talk to or spend your time with. You know what I mean? But it just all depends on how you do it. So, you know. But that was just kind of like my tidbit on the conversation, though. And, you know, and, you know, now that we got that out the way, um, I want to talk about something. <sighs> it's been heavy on my heart. I've been peeping this Kanye West thing, right? Because, you know... And it's just so hard to come up with the words, man. He just has me flabbergasted um, with the things that he says. But I think that a lot more than what he says, it's the fact that people are at this point surprised now at, you know, at everything. And now everyone's calling for um, his wife and the family that he is subsequently attached to. Um, to come out and help him and a part of me agrees with that I think you know his spouse does need to step in and say something because you know as much as that family loves to um, benefit from the likes of Kanye West and all these other things and even the likes of their own of their, of their own success they are letting this man spin down a road of ruin Right. And I think that it has more to do with what they stand to gain in his absence as opposed to who he is as a person. Right. Now, stick with me on this theory. Right. Kanye gets committed. Right. To hypothetically speaking, you know, some mental institution. He can't run this company. Right. And let's say, you know, Kim or Kim's family or whoever is in charge of it. I think they stand to make a lot of money off of that. A lot of money. And then ultimately, I don't think that 
they really care about Kanye more than they care about the dollar signs that are attached to or associated with the name Kanye West. Now, <clears throat> that sounds like a bold, bold, bold statement. You know, it's bold claim. It's kind of conspiracy theory, theory-esque, you know, but the reality is Kanye West really needs some help. And he doesn't have it there. You know, I know we talk a lot about relationships and stuff like that, but when I look at him and Kim's relationship, I don't see support. And maybe I'm not looking hard enough. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking at it a little bit differently, but I don't think Kanye West has a healthy support system the way that we think, you know, Kanye West keeps having these, uh, manic, uh, bipolar type, uh, breakdowns and it's entertaining to people, but you know, it's kind of concerning the others. Now me, I was talking to my brother last night, you know, and we're on FaceTime and I told him, I said, Kanye West Twitter is funny as I don't know what, like I love reading his, his Twitter because it was like, it was completely nuts. He was talking about how get out was about him and, uh, how Kim was coming to the ranch to, uh, with doctors to lock him up, like, and get out and stuff like that. Now I know normally we think Kanye West is crazy, but like, what if Kanye West isn't crazy? What if Kanye knows what we don't know? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, like I want you, I want, I want everybody like, listen to think about this. Kanye West came out with three albums that were so ahead of their time sound wise that we, at the time we wrote them off. But if you played them now, they would probably sound like three of the best albums you've ever heard in your life. Think about that. Right. So 808s and Heartbreaks, My my Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy and Life of Pablo. All three albums um, that I felt were ahead of their time. Right. And we kind of looked at it like, man, oh, you know, some of this is OK. Some of it isn't. But then if you replayed all of 808s and Heartbreaks right now, right now, the entire album is dope crazy right so I, I don't think it's far-fetched that yay may be thinking about something that we're not that we're not on and secondly i think that kanye west just doesn't know how to say stuff you know like 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 he's he said it's not funny but it is funny like he said things you know regarding harriet tubman and and all that and you know planned parenthood and and how him and kim almost killed killed their child he had the you know the plan b or whatever he had in his hand and i like I get it. He might sound crazy, but I think some of the things that Kanye West is saying, you know, aren't necessarily wrong. They're just not said the correct way. Like when he said that slavery was a choice, not only was he wrong, but he was just, I guess what he meant to say, or what would have been better said in that situation. I'm going to make sure I preference it to what I thought he was trying to say was there's no way that, there was way more slaves than there were slave masters and, you know, people didn't choose to, you know, rise up, you know, more often than they did. Or, you know, or maybe, you know, there was more mental conditioning in slavery than what we believe and it led people to choose to stay slaves as, a, as opposed to stop, you know, the cycle of slavery. Okay, if he would have said that or articulated it a little bit better than you know, the way he did. I think that Kanye West wouldn't be, we wouldn't have looked at him crazy for saying it, but he doesn't know how to articulate anything he says. 
<laughs> I don't think, I mean, outside of him being an intelligent person and he, he is wildly, wildly intelligent. Okay. I just think that a piece of his genius is attached to the craziness. And I think that his family doesn't care how out there he is as long as the dollar signs keep rolling. And that's dangerous because Kanye West doesn't now at this point know the difference between uh, reality and doesn't know how to say the right things, you know, and when to not say them because he allows his aspirations to outweigh his common sense. You know, I want to run for president is one thing, but not knowing the steps to do to run for president as in getting your name on the ballot, getting yourself registered with uh, with the correct systems and things like that to get you the ability to run a successful campaign for president. Like it takes more than just the ambition and the want to do it. You have to do it. And I don't blame Kanye West as a person. I think that Kanye West is truly at this point, a caricature and the Kanye West that we know and love is dead and gone. That's not coming back. It doesn't matter how much he, you know, he claims to be with Christ and claims to be with God. I think Kanye West is out of there. Whoever or whatever we looking at right now ain't Kanye West. It's just not, you know, and you know, I pray for him. I don't think we should make fun of him. I don't think we should demonize him. I think we should all just, you know, if you got time, <clears throat> you know, to pray for him, you know, whether you be Christian or whatever you, whatever you are, if you don't believe in prayer, you know what I mean? Just, you know, send happy thoughts or, or happy feelings or whatever it is you do that, that, that uplifts people. Cause that brother needs it. You know what I mean? I understand his family wants to get him committed to a hospital and all this other stuff, but you know, um, I don't think that that's going to change anything. All they're going to do is put him on medication. And if he decides not to take the medication, then what do we have? We're back to square one. We're back to Kanye West talking crazy on stage. We're back to Kanye West going up to TMZ saying crazy things. We're back to Kanye West, you know, dying his hair. We're back to Kanye West doing exactly what he was doing uh, just a few days ago, which is having a nervous breakdown, legitimately losing his sanity right before our eyes and that part of it is sad that part of it is sad that we that we have someone with such genius and you know such you know musical uh such beautiful music inside of himself and such uh, aptitude when it comes down to production and 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 really putting out great stuff having this moment and the moment that he's having you know, with him becoming a billionaire recently should be more of a happy moment. He shouldn't be having to deal with this, but it really just says that none of us, none of us are really above it. You know, (laughs) like it don't matter how much money you have, you're a human being at the end of the day and you, we all have limits. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm pray for the good brother Kanye. Hopefully uh, he pulls through that. But at the same time, like, what are y'all thoughts on that? Like, what are y'all thoughts on Kanye's statements? You know, not, 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 as much as Kanye uh, just really giving us sound bites, but really like Kanye West as, you know, as a person versus Kanye West as the caricature. And if they are exactly the same person at this point, like, what do you think Kanye West can do now to get better? Cause I don't know. Like, I think he's going, I think more so now we're at a point where we were disappointed in him, but now we really just feel sad for him. And we and I hear I hear more of, you know, I miss the old Kanye. Right. Or or I see a lot of that. And, you know, and then you see people who might not necessarily care that much one way or another. But if you remember the old Kanye, you remember, you know, 
how he spoke out against President Bush and how he how he said the things he said as far as Bush doesn't like or care about black people. <laughs> you know, like he, he spoke out on that, you know. Now, granted, he says his Christianity has changed him and he doesn't um, feel those ways anymore. But at the same time, uh, <laughs> he also said that God's I'm not I don't mean to laugh at him, but he said God told him if you if you F up my plan, I'm going to F you up. And I was looking like, brother, <laughs> you weren't talking to God. You was talking to somebody, but you weren't talking to God. You know, and may, maybe, you know, maybe that's a big part of it. Maybe he he thinks that um, his way to enlightenment um, has been Christianity, which it should be Christ or, 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 or God in this sense, if that's what you choose to believe. But to watch him go down this road, to watch him really spiral out of control as a pastor you know i'm sorry as a christian who who has i don't want to call him a pastor as a christian or a person who's holding all these sunday services and to watch all these mega certain these mega pastors just sit back and watch it happen and be quiet that's the part that disgusts me the most people who were bumping his music when jesus is king came out you know what i mean and they're like oh man yeah 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 he's giving up to god man that man wasn't giving nothing up to god Kanye West just needed to find a way to get out of debt and he did it that's what I believe but you know that's another story for another time I just want to see you know him get better because I was a Kanye West am a Kanye West fan when it comes down to music but you know a lot of these antics are sometimes overshadowing exactly who Kanye West is and I think that we need to really focus on that man getting help especially his family you know so because family family is the first step, man, if you got problems and you need help and, and anybody else who might be suffering from any mental health ailments right now, not just Kanye West, you know, I pray that all y'all get better. I hope that every single one of y'all find the relief that you need and find the help that you need so you can live a prosperous life, even though times are crazy, you know. So um, all that aside, I want to shout out to everybody, man, <coughs> who's uh, been doing their thing out here. All the black owned companies, all businesses, all entrepreneurs. I don't care if you're black, white, whatever you are. If you're out here making a difference and you're starting up something during this, during such a time, man, hey, I, you know, I pray that your purpose is met and everything that you want to do is, 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 uh, is granted to you. You know what I mean? So, um, also, I want to make sure we get justice for Breonna Taylor. You know what I mean? Rest in peace to her and all those who also have fallen. And, uh, let's not forget about that. Let's not let that fall to the wayside amidst all this crazy stuff we got going on. Let's not. Let that just kind of wash away because, you know, first 48 showed us you can lock up an individual who's uh, possibly done a crime. But, you know, we've been way more than 48 hours since that happened and we still ain't locked up. Not, not one single person. So let's get that done and uh, let's take a look at let's keep taking a look at the progress and keep making the progress. Let's not stop the fight. Let's make the fight um, that much more. uh powerful by doing what we're supposed to do you know what i mean so everybody out there man stay strong keep your head up and um thank you very much once again for tuning in